0: hear me just before i go on for the next whatever yeah you're good awesome send i know there's a way you can send a random emoji like reactions or something send us something through a thumbs up a emoji oh yes you guys are on it let them go look at them go tech savvy guys thank god for technology hey otherwise i wouldn't be able to be with you guys so it's pretty cool that we got that that's right To class. And good job to Pete. Where's Pete? He's the one who won. Nice. Smashed. It dominated us, almost doubled my school. You probably did, to be honest. I'm not that great, but that's it. It's funny. Um, one question on Kahoot about the cows, how they can go upstairs, but they can't go down. Um, at my school, you know how there's a up day at the end of the school and the year twelve just crazy? Some people at my school, they put a whole heap of cows at the top level of our school. So then they couldn't go down and they were stuck up there. And then the teachers had to somehow get them down. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Fun hey, story. I, <laughs> I know. I don't even know how they got them down. How, it was how, like... So yeah. How they get the cows at the school? I think, I, Oh, you know, honestly, I think someone's farm and so they just brought the cows in and then they put them up and then they couldn't get down. It was pretty good. I want to be a spiritual cow. <laughs> What's that? I want to be a spiritual cow. Go up and not come down. That's good. There's a sermon right there. Say, everyone, I'm preaching on cows today. No, I'm not. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, Nice. Well, it's so cool to be able to be with you guys. I'm really excited to share something that's on my heart with you all when I was praying over you guys. God just dropped this message into my heart. So... I hope it encourages you, but before we get into it, let's all pray, wherever we are, let's close our eyes and pray. (laughs) Dear God, I thank you so much that you're with every single person in their bedroom or in their living room, and that your presence is with them, and I just pray for open hearts and open minds, and that you can speak to them, and speak your word through me right now. In Jesus' name, we all say, amen. 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 Cool. Well, how crazy is this whole coronavirus situation? Hey, it's Mm, yeah epic <laughs> pretty crazy all around the place but then even before the coronavirus we had the fires so it's literally just been nonstop of all these different things in our world going on um and I was thinking about fires a lot recently and fire itself is so crazy like it's just so powerful you know this it could start off as just like a little spark And then it can grow and become a flame and then it becomes like this big fire and then it just spreads and spreads and spreads. And we saw the impact that it had on Australia. It just, it was crazy impact. And, you know, besides all the impact of the fire, just the flame itself, I find so interesting. Maybe it's just me and I'm just a weird person, but fire is so crazy. It's so powerful and it can spread so much and have such a big power and effect. And I was thinking about this and I'm like, that's a bit like our faith, I think. Like it's a bit like a fire where it can burn and it can get brighter and brighter and then it can spread out. And it's like contagious, like this coronavirus a bit contagious and it can touch more people and it can have a massive effect and impact. And there's a verse in the Bible, uh, Ephesians two verse eight. If you want to get to it, this is the the key verse. It's pretty cool. Ephesians chapter two. Ephesians. It's I'll get it on the Bible. Why not? In the new Testament. Ephesians. There we go. Ephesians two, verse eight, and it says, "God saved you by His grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God." Another version says, "For it is by grace you have been saved through faith." Keyword faith, uh, and this isn't from yourselves. It's a gift from God. And so this faith that we have, like this fire, this crazy big fire uh, is like our faith. And it's because of that, we are saved. Because of our faith, we know where we're going after we die. Because of our faith, we can see miracles. Because of our faith, we can have a relationship with God. Because of our faith, we can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. All of these things come from our faith. It is our faith which brings these great things. And so faith is so important. But I want to ask you guys, and I want to hear from you guys, whether you say it or you chat it, like type it in the chat, whatever you want. But what do you think is faith? What is faith to you? I want to hear. No right or wrong answers. (laughs) A name that you call your daughter? True. (laughs) True is a name. Yep. (laughs) Who says that's not a boy's name? Not true. It could be a boy's name if they're just real. Faith you're weird with me. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question again? Uh, what is faith to you? Okay. Uh, believing. Believing? Yeah. So good. Charlotte, do you have anything? <laughs> I don't know. Faith is like for instance, like people can't see God, but faith is like you, you believe it's still. It. So good. That's such a good like definition. Yeah. Anyone else believing in something? Nice. 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 Awesome. No, that's cool. Yeah. Faith is all those things. And I looked up the word that's actually used in that verse, and the original word that's used is pistis. Whatever that is, pistis. Um. And I'm not swearing I promise. It's the original word. <laughs> um, and the definition of that is conviction of the truth. It's belief, the idea of trust and confidence, which is so cool that because of our conviction of the truth, our belief, our trust and confidence in God, we can be saved. And so now i want to ask you next question. <laughs> I like to ask questions. Um, what do you think are some things that can go against our faith? What are some things that can, yeah, destroy or ruin your faith? Did someone say sin? Is that what I heard? I heard, I said fear. Oh, fear. No, nope, that's good too. <laughs> 100%. Like right now? What was the question? Um, things that, what is something that goes against your faith or anyone's faith? Thanks. So fear is a good one distractions nice wouldn't sin be one what's that sorry obviously sin. sin yeah definitely definitely our own sin broken trust yeah 100 percent. from people from god or both? Yeah, both yeah definitely what about like a bad circumstance for example you might lose someone or um someone might get sick or things like that We can lose faith because of that. Our doubt and our disbelief in God, that can cause us to lose faith. Any other things you guys think? These are all great answers, by the way. So good. No, cool. I've got a few more. Uh, Our love for money. Uh, That can be something that can kind of cause us to go away. Just busyness, being busy and caught up in life. Um, it could be our own feelings, uh, like, for example, uh, David in the Bible, he was a great guy, great king, um, but one day he saw this lady called Bathsheba having a bath, and you don't wear clothes when you're having a bath, so you know what he was feeling, and then he chose to have oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> blogger is, blogger is. Um, and because of these feelings, that led him to having an affair, that led him to lying, that led him to murder. Uh, and sorry, his feelings led him to get out, to lose faith with God. Um, and then there's, of course, the enemy, the, you know, the devil. We've got um, in 1 Peter 5, verse 8, that says, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So we've got him against us as well, which can, you know, cause us to lose our faith, uh, temptation, uh, lust, envy. What's that? Sorry. Friends, maybe friends. Yeah, hundred percent, and peer pressure, and you know, yeah. fear of what they might think. It's a good one. Yeah, shame, fear. I literally that was my next one. You're on it. <laughs> Are you reading my notes? Nah. Fear of <laughs> what people think. Uh, and then there's even another one, um, which is a bit of a uh, a bit of a confronting one. But it's I'll say the verse first. In Galatians five, verse seventeen, it says, "For the desires of the flesh, which means us." for our desires are against the spirit. Like even us, like we are against our own faith. That's not pretty good. Hey, like you look at the odds. Like Okay, so we're against it. And all those things, which we said, TikTok, wow, good one time, that's good. Um, but yeah, all these things, they can be against our faith. And thinking of faith as a fire, <laughs> everyone TikTok, let's go. No, um, all these things, like faith as a fire, it's like water going on that fire it's trying to what's the word extinguish that fire and so we've got all these things trying to extinguish our fire so now my question to you is how can we keep this fire burning how can we fuel our fire when we've got when we're surrounded in well, world they're trying to extinguish this fire that they're trying to put us down they're trying to make us doubt they're trying to make us be fearful and lose hope and lose our faith how do we keep this fire burning and this fire is our faith and so i want to challenge you and encourage you to keep putting wood on your fire so we've got this water coming against that fire but now we've got to put wood on our fire and especially in this town ta- this time more than ever when we're maybe isolated we might be disconnected and we might might not be having church as we used to This is a time where we really need to be putting wood on that fire. And so you're like, Is he? what's wood? What the heck are you talking about? So wood, for example, could be the word of God. It's getting into the Bible, reading the word, reading what God says about you. That is putting wood on the fire, which causes that fire to burn. Could be Mm. prayer, speaking (laughs) to God and just talking to him. Could be worship and praise. Could be just having gratitude. Choosing to be grateful, choosing to be joyful, choosing to be kind, going to, maybe not going to church, but you know, being a part of church, however it looks, um, helping out in youth, serving is a massive one, that helps build my faith and builds character. Uh, Generosity, choosing to be generous, choosing to be kind, uh, going out of your way to be obedient to God, choosing to be humble, and then spending time in his presence, all these things. So there's so many things that we actually can do. There's so many ways that God has given us. It's like, you can actually burn this fire. You can keep this fire alive, even though there will be things, no matter how good of a Christian we are, no matter how great we think we are, there's always going to be water that's going on that fire. But there's ways that we can put wood on our fire to keep it burning and to keep it strong and to keep our faith even in the hard times. Mm. There's a a verse in the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. It says, be on on guard, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong. Another verse says uh, in Psalm 119, verse 30, I have chosen the way of faithfulness. That means faithfulness is a choice. Keeping that fire alive, That's a choice. That is my choice and that is your choice. It is our choice to keep that faith alive. Otherwise, if we do nothing, that faith is just going to be watered down. It's going to be distinguished. It's something that just, it doesn't grow like that. It's actually from us putting wood on the fire. It's actually from us choosing to do things so that the fire can grow. So let's fuel our fire of our faith, our fire. You know what I mean? Both. And so there's a guy in the Bible, this guy called Elijah. Um, He's a pretty good guy. I mean, haven't personally met him, but I'm sure he was. Uh, And in uh, 1 Kings 18 verse 21, he says this to his people. It says, Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. And Baal is one of their people worship gods in those times. And so Elijah, I love it. He just says it straight how it is. He doesn't sugarcoat it. He's just like, if you believe God is God, follow him. If you believe this other guy is God, follow him. What he's saying is don't sit on the fence. Don't be, oh, I don't know. Just follow it and be all in. God wants us to be all in. Because when we're on the fence, there's a verse which pretty much says what it happens and what it means to be on the fence. In James one, verse six to eight, it says, the one who doubts, in other words, the one who's sitting on that fence is like a wave of the sea. They are blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from God. Crazy. Such a person is double minded and unstable in all they do. So the thing about our world, our, culture our generation everyone what we all idolize and what we all want is freedom we all want to be our own masters we all want to do what we want to do do what we feel is right do what's good for me good for you know like it's just all about feeling good it's all about being free and I think our generation and our culture and our world they think that when you're on the fence like it's all It's just whatever you choose to do. You are your own master. You don't have any rules. You can do whatever you want. And we see that as freedom. But when really that fence, when you're sitting on that fence, when you have no master, when you have no conviction, when you have no values, when you have no um, beliefs or no master, that's like this verse says, that's when you're the most uncertain. That's when you're the most unsettled. That's when you have no purpose. That's when you have no direction. That's when you are fearful in times like this in the coronavirus when you don't know what's going to be happening. You don't know if you're going to be okay. That's when you're the most fearful. You know, there's no hope. There's no purpose. And therefore, without any purpose, you can't have any fulfillment. So really, sitting on the fence, when you can do whatever, there's no fulfillment in that because there's no guidelines. There's no safety. There's no submitting to God and so it's just this uncertain this unsettling time without a peace without a joy without a fulfillment and that's what this verse is saying it's like these people they're unstable and they're unsettled as well they don't have a peace they don't know what they're doing they're wavering that they doubt they are uncertain about life and so that's why I believe God wants us to be all in like that verse where Elijah says it he's like don't sit on the fence all in for God just like David says in that verse he's like I have chosen the way of faithfulness sometimes it's a choice even when we don't feel it even when we our friends aren't doing it even when I don't want to but I'm going to choose faithfulness I'm going to choose to fuel my fire of faith and because when we're all in when we're putting wood on our fire when we're getting off the fence and when we're all in That's when we have freedom because that's when we're in relationship with God. That's when we have a guide, someone who is directing us and guiding us in life, someone who is looking over us, someone who is with us, someone who is comforting us, someone who goes before us in all of our situations and helps us in life. And so I want to encourage you to just be all in, be all in for God and keep putting wood on your fire. It's not something that will naturally happen. And sometimes we might not feel it, but that's being all in for God and it's it's so much greater than being on the fence so much greater that's living a true life of freedom uh so yeah just wanted to encourage you that but before I finish there's one last verse well it's actually it's the same verse as the the first one it's in that Ephesians three eighteen or 2 8 that's all right um and the it says for it is by grace you have been saved through faith But that first word, I talked about faith a lot, but the first word is actually grace as well. And so maybe Mm, you haven't been living, you know, the way that you've been wanting to. Maybe you have been sitting on the fence, but the good thing is that God is a God of grace and he loves you so much and he will give you, a million, kajillion, gazillion, infinity chances. And he loves you so much. And he sent his son, Jesus, to die for you. And he knew you were going to make mistakes. Yet he still died for you. Uh, That's why he died for you. And he's just, he's a God of grace. And uh, there's a verse in James. It says, come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. And that double-minded is the same word that Elijah says. So when he's saying, if you're sitting on the fence, all you got to do is come near to God. Just come near to God and he'll come near to you. Uh, it doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter what your friends do, what they say. Just come near to God. So, yeah, I just wanted to encourage you guys with that. <laughs> but yeah. <That's> yeah. <laughs> now, you guys are great. It's been awesome hanging out with you guys. <laughs> awesome.